0: Living out one's faith. Hello and welcome to the Ignite Youth Podcast here at Waynefleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name's Julie Adams, and I'm joined by our youth pastor, Pastor Wes Hillis. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Great. And yourself?
1: Good. I'm uh s- snowy. <laughs> for real, winter has yeah, arrived in Wayne Fleet. It has arrived in Wayne Fleet. Yay. It has been So we record this on Wednesday. Yep whole morning was snow squalls and like whiteout Blizzard. conditions here in Wayne Fleet. And now in the afternoon is turned to complete blue sky um, and some blowing snow. But we got a, we got a bit of snow actually. Like yeah. we actually got like a little bit. I know anyone you know, from like the 40 area, if someone from the 40 area listens to this, they're going to be like, you know nothing.
0: Even Port Coburn, they are getting Oh, Port up. is
1: getting yeah. really hit. Like
0: You know, if it's going to be cold and wintry. I'd I'm, rather snow. I want some snow.
1: Yeah, I'd rather some snow like let's just be honest like as Canadians we say oh another year we haven't gone snow yet yeah it's not gonna happen it always happens always oh it does this every single year it's certain and why are we so surprised I know like we're just so surprised every time
0: yeah and here it is
1: and here it is and it is blowing around but yes on this snowy podcast day um we are talking about living out one's faith Mm -hmm. and what does that what does that kind of look like what does that kind of mean why are we meant to and what's the importance of it um and so what we're gonna do is being followers of jesus i want to be able to explain why it's actually crucial and why it's necessary for us to live out one's faith Mm -hmm. um and i want to give some points to that but when i say living out one's faith, what do you what do you first think of
0: um behave consistently like what you believe okay. like your behavior
1: okay yeah I say I, say I would say it's in all areas of your life
0: mm, like thought life too yeah but yeah. even
1: like like how many of us Christians go to a restaurant and how many of us actually pray before eating which we do at home mm. how many of us do it at a restaurant hmm i I think that's a really dry i think you would see a drastic proportion say no actually i don't
0: yeah Hmm.
1: good question good reminder good challenge how many of us through the day do we just stop and do we just pray out loud or how many of us listen like we get in the car and we listen to worship songs like in the summer windows down yep listen how many of us are actually listening to worship songs and someone's going to be like what are you actually listening to or like
0: well that begs a lot of questions it does it does first of all does it Everything we consume always have to be Christian. No, I don't think so. Okay.
1: I don't think so. But I think also how many of us like in our regular everyday life go about in a way where we're kind of shining Jesus light into the world. Cause, that's
0: a better question
1: yeah because yeah. i we're going to start off with that because my first point is how we're actually meant to be a light on a hill mm-hmm. um so if we read matthew 5 uh, verse 14 and 16 it says you are the light of the world A town built on a hill cannot be hidden neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl instead they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house in the same way let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven Mm -hmm. we're meant to be this kind of this sense of a light and this light to the darkness kind of Mm -hmm. like let's 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 be completely i don't mean to put pressure on us that's not what i'm trying to do here but let's be completely honest in our world today Mm -hmm. it's pretty dark yeah like if we're gonna have a serious honest conversation which i prefer to have a serious honest conversation our world kind of is really crappy um there's a lot of stuff that goes on Mm -hmm. um from people being hurt from war-torn places in the world to just all the little tiny things that happen in our lives that just Mm -hmm. drain us and suck us dry and just you turn on the news and it's just like well my happiness got knocked down a little like yep like all of that and so our world is kind of a it's it's kind of a crappy place to kind of
0: yeah (laughs) <laughs> <It> can be <laughs> yeah
1: and so and so we're actually meant to be this light that's actually meant to like we're meant to actually shine in the darkness mm-hmm. that when the darkness of the world is all consuming and all around us we're actually meant to shine against it light is actually meant to expel darkness and the thing is like when we when, like have you ever been in like a really dark um dark room mm-hmm. an eternal light yeah the darkness is gone, right? Yes. And so in our world today, how many of us, if we were to actually live out our faith like Jesus calls us to do, being this light on the hill, how dark would our world actually be? Well, it would be brighter. It would be brighter, I think. Yeah. I think we we live in a fallen world, so I think bad things would still happen. Yes. Um, But I think the world would be a bit brighter.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: And so what I'm trying to get at is how we need to learn how do we actually live out this uh, this idea of of our faith. How do we actually do that? And so there's there's the one thing I want to share first. And so um when I became a Christian, I became a Christian around 16, 17. Yep. Um that's when I started to follow Jesus. And if you know my story a little bit, you know my family like my mom, my dad, and my brother, they don't follow Jesus. Um so when yet. I <laughs> yet. Yes, yet, yet. And so when I became Christian, I made changes in my life so I, I read my Bible more. I was praying to mm-hmm. God more. I I tried to act differently. Like I, I try to have more of a positive outlook on life. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of just tried to stop swearing as much as I could. Um, Now I, I decided not to drink or like do certain, just do as a teenager, I tried to do certain things to kind of be more respectful and more kind of following God. Um, yep. I thought I was doing a really good job. And so, um, but my family never really asked questions about my faith. Like my dad once asked like, church i was going to he's like make sure it's not a cult and i was like (laughs) okay i'll make sure um it wasn't sorry Um, i don't know
0: why that struck me as funny
1: it was (laughs) because to me years years, like looking back now i'm like it's hilarious that my dad asked that um
0: well it's kind of loving though it is it is it is
1: it is and so one day though um a few years ago my brother and i so my dad kind of has his own business where he could kind of like Home renovations or other things like that. Mm-hmm. And my he got my brother and I to build a deck at someone's house. Mm-hmm. That's what we were doing. And we were like, okay, we can build a deck and paint it st- and stain it. And so we were building this deck. And my brother was around lunch, just kind of stopped and never really asked me questions about faith before. But kind of said, if God, you know, loved Jesus, why would he send him to die? Hmm. And I don't remember what my exact response was. I don't think it was a great response because <laughs> it's stupidly hot out in the summer yes. and we're building a deck. And also I was not prepared. I, like, in my head, I wasn't prepared at all. I never thought you would mm-hmm. ask this. But what was actually happening, the point of what I'm trying to say is that people will actually witness and see how we live our lives.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And sometimes they'll come and they'll ask questions. They kind of want to know. And if they know what, that you believe in something, they'll, they'll yeah. kind of ask questions about it. My brother there was asking a question about why Why do you think God is actually loving? Why do you think God's actually good? And I, I realize that now. Um, and so what I'm trying to share the story for is the purpose that when we actually live our life out for Jesus, pursuing him, It makes a difference not only in our lives but the people's lives around us that they Mm -hmm. actually see it and they actually well what what is that all about or what what really is going on there or maybe i have a question maybe maybe something stirring in them just from seeing us Mm -hmm. because like we said when we are that light when you put a light on in a room and center of the room it shines darkness outwards like the darkness actually flees it flees Mm -hmm. and so what i'm getting at is the darkness not only inside of people or around people when we are that light and we can be bring light into people's lives that darkness flees as well, and that light can start to shine. Something mm-hmm. can start to stir into other people, and so we're meant to illuminate the world.
0: Mm, yeah, mm,
1: big words. I love um, so, it. <laughs> And so, my second point that I want to get to is that we're meant to stay close to Jesus. If we're able, if we're living out our faith, we need to stay close to Jesus. Yes. And I think this comes with constant. This comes with communication. Yeah. Now, like you said, you asked: Does everything we consume then have to be Christian? I don't think so. I think sometimes we need to look at things and be like, is that really where, like, what's that actually yeah. going to do? Um, like, what well, we're watching, like, certain TV show. I'm not going to say, like, don't watch your certain TV show. That's that's bad for you. No, I think what's what's your objective of watching it? If your objective of watching TV show is to go and look at the women in the TV show and be like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. I would say no, probably not. But if you're like, it's got a really good story. I'm really invested in it. I want to see what's going to happen. It's kind of funny. How yeah. they develop. It's funny that i think that's different and so what i'm what i i think when we're coming to be close to jesus how we need to be close to constant communication it means actually talking to god through our day Mm -hmm. means praying to god it means living it out to not feel ashamed of what we believe in Mm -hmm. like when i asked you how many of us actually pray at dinner when we're out in public is it because sometimes we don't, because we don't want other people looking at us, being like, "What are they doing?"
0: <laughs> Probably. Probably. And uh, so I think sometimes it's just plain you're out of routine.
1: I think so. I think so. Yeah. But so, the best part is, is that because we have free will and the ability to choose, we can actually choose within our minds. That should be. I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna pray for dinner. I'm gonna actually go about my my day this way i'm going to mm-hmm. try and be respectful i'm going to try and hold my tongue even when someone mm-hmm. does yep. stuff i'm going to turn the other cheek i'm gonna right mm-hmm. it's choosing this this is and and allowing the holy spirit to nudge us and following the holy spirit's nudges into our lives like hey maybe you should go talk to that person i mean yeah. like not the fear of like well i don't know and like i like yeah. just anxious and then when because let's be honest we, we talked about this last week the regret that you feel after is when we don't mm-hmm. actually do something yeah. and so this living out our faith is such an important thing because of the impact it can make with others but not just that the impact it can make with ourselves as well yeah see there are benefits to it as well and i want to read psalm uh, 138 mm-hmm. now this so psalms are awesome because they're i find one of the most relatable books um in all of scripture um they are written in a way that's so well they're they're poetry yeah they're written in a they're way very raw mm-hmm. yes and I just want to read all of Psalm 138. And this is what it says. I will praise you, Lord, with all my heart. Before the gods I will sing your praise. I will bow down toward your holy temple and praise your and will praise your name for your unfailing love and your faithfulness. For you have you for Oh man, the words are hard today, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, verse two I'll bow down toward your holy temple and pray and will praise your name. For your unfailing love and your faithfulness. For you have so exalted your solemn decree that is surpass your fame. When I call, you answer me. You greatly emboiled in, in, in me. I don't think I said that right. I'm going to let Julie read this okay. because I Where can't read today. Just, I would say just read it all. <clears throat> it's like eight verses wrong.
0: Okay. Psalm 138. I will praise you, Lord, with all my heart. Before the gods, I will sing your praise. I will bow down toward your holy temple and will praise your name for your unfailing love and your faithfulness. For you have so exalted your solemn decree that it surpasses your fame. When I called, you answered me, and you greatly emboldened me. May all the kings of the earth praise you, Lord, when they hear what you have decreed. May they sing the ways of the Lord, For the glory of the Lord is great. Though the Lord is exalted, he looks kindly on the lowly. Though lofty, he sees them from afar. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you preserve my life. You stretch out your hand against the anger of my foes. With your right hand you save me. The Lord will vindicate me. Your love, Lord, endures forever. Do not abandon the works of your hands.
1: Mm -hmm. So thank you, Julie. No problem. Sorry, everyone, for that. So Psalm 138, I think, is amplifying about um, not only David's life, but our life as well, how God is actually there, Mm -hmm. um, that he walks with us in our day lives, um, and that he does actually bless us. Yeah. And so when I say bless us, I don't mean that. If God is blessing us, no bad thing is going to happen. (laughs) <laughs> everything's gonna be fine you're just gonna live life and it's gonna go peacefully no we live in a fallen world things yes. will happen we like, we will lose people it's we not will like be, genie in a bottle Jesus. Yeah, we're, yeah we're gonna be hurt sometimes mm-hmm. but it's exactly like david says at the end of that psalm, mm-hmm. which is um though i walk in the midst of trouble like let's be honest we can be a, sh- a shining light Sometimes the darkness wants to really snuff out that light. Mm-hmm. And it will come all around us and it will be right there. But David says God walks right with us. Mm-hmm. That He helps us, He carries us through those times. And so and and God blessed David many times. Yeah. Like we can look at David and be like, David had such an easy life. No nope. No, not really. He may, <laughs> yeah, he may have been the king of Israel. Yeah, he may have been the king of Israel, but he had a pretty tough go.
0: He, uh, you know what? He was his own worst enemy at some points in his life. Aren't we too. all those Sometimes we are.
1: We are. We certainly we are. We certainly are. We
0: make crummy decisions, and then we have to pay the consequences for our crummy decisions, mm-hmm. and that stinks.
1: And the thing is, God walks with us in those all of those times. Mm-hmm. Like even David was at his lowest, God was walking right there with him, carrying him through those tough times. Yeah. And so what I'm getting at is that we are not always going to have it easy. Being a light is hard sometimes. Sometimes yeah. it flickers, mm-hmm. but to know and confidently say that God is actually with us through all of this—that's something that's really important. Because when we live out our faith, it's living with the confidence that God is with us.
0: Mm-hmm. And it said also in the Psalm that He emboldens us. He makes us bold. Mm-hmm. He like gives us the
1: confidence, the, the confidence,
0: the oomph to yeah.
1: And so keep going whenever we walk into a room. Whenever we walk through a door, whenever we talk to a group of people, to have a confidence to know that God is right with you in that. Mm-hmm. Does that mean every single conversation you're going into? I right, guess talk about Jesus. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> because some people you need to actually spend time with, and actually get to know, and actually be able into relationship with. If we look at Jesus' ministry, mm-hmm. the people he sat with, he went into relationship with. Yes, it wasn't just a. All right, guys here's what it is no he, he built a there. bit of rapport with he them. he built yeah. something and mm-hmm. so for all of us something we need to do is actually be able to follow jesus instructions actually building relationship with people mm-hmm. because what are we going to do you build walk trust. walk into someone's oh, life yeah. and say here it is leave you that's not gonna work i remember um so i went to heritage bible college and seminary mm-hmm. um it was in cambridge um I didn't necessarily meet the same values that the school had. Like I came from an Anabaptist tradition church. Mm-hmm. This is more of a Baptist church. So we had we have theological differences. Yep. Um, and I remember a bunch of the guys in between class, say, We're going to go to Galt, which is, it's part of Cambridge that there's, there's a lot of homelessness and oh, drugs and, okay. and all of that. And I was like, okay, yeah, you guys, you guys go, I'm going to work on my assignment. Um, yeah. And they came back, it's like, oh, it's amazing, it was awesome. And I remember talking to one of the guys, I'm like, So how how'd it go? Like, how'd you guys do? It was great, we shared the message of Jesus so well. And I said, Okay, what were the people's names? And, and they were don't like, We oh, I, we we didn't we didn't get their their names. And I said, So how did you share the message of Jesus? And they said, Well, we talked about Jesus. And I said, No, I think you missed the opportunity and the point, which yeah. They didn't like being called out that way, but the opportunity to actually be able to know someone's name, what is something Jesus always does throughout scripture?
0: Um, does he learn their name? Is that what you're getting at? He yeah. calls people by, by name. name. Yeah, he does. He
1: act- he does consistently. Yeah. He's not one of those people who's just like, I'm going to forget this person's name. Yes. But he actually remembers. He calls them by name. Mm-hmm. When we are called by our names, how like scene do we feel when that actually oh, yeah. happens
0: when someone remembers your name yeah. and so
1: the ability to be able to do that and so uh, we're probably way off track of everything okay. but when we when we're actually going about our daily lives living out our faith does that mean every single morning we're going to get up and read scripture not always cause sometimes we're going to wake up wake up late and be flustered mm-hmm. and frustrated and want to just get to work as fast as we can or get to school as fast as we can but it's finding the moments in between our breath to mm-hmm. actually say, all right, God, help my heart actually be at ease right now. It's it's inviting God into our lives daily mm-hmm. so that we can shine that light. Mm. It's, it's, it's taking the small steps. Now I'm not saying we got to leap every single time of Jesus, but it's taking the small steps of our daily life of walking with him and being active with him. Mm-hmm. That's talking with him. If you're at school, it's going up the stairs in between class or in class when we're a little panicky because it's like the teacher just erased something that I was writing down and I didn't get it all. Yeah. They have a moment to be like, hey, can I have calmness and just just how we find a solution to this. Mm-hmm. And and it helps so drastically yes. much. One of the things um, I found people say is Christians are soft people. Mm-hmm. Have you they're ever- weak. They're weak because yeah.
0: Yeah. they're relying on... Uh, Because back to what you were, were you saying this before the podcast or at the beginning? It was before the podcast, I think you and I were talking about how like the message of the world is make your own way, pave your own path, Mm, stand on your own two feet and... You know, yeah. you have to like rest on your own laurels, like all of those kinds of sayings. Yeah. And so, Christians who are like, "Well, my faith and hope and trust is in Jesus, and I rely on Him," that's considered weak or soft. See, like you I was, said,
1: I would say it's the opposite, actually.
0: But that's what the world says.
1: Yes. No, that's what the world says. But I would say Christians aren't soft people. I'm agreeing with you. Okay. Yes. yes, We're saying the same thing.
0: We're saying the same thing, but I'm saying what the world says is you're weak because you have to do it on your own and Christians are weak because they rely on God.
1: Yeah. But we disagree with the world. We disagree with that. We disagree with that. Yes. Yes, we do. (laughs) Team Jesus. Yes. (laughs) So the reason I disagree with that saying that Christians are soft people is because we love to be in control.
0: Yeah for sure 100
1: we want to be in control yep. all aspects of our life we want to be in control we, yeah. like you just talked about the world says you need to take control of this yeah. do this do that you're the master of your own
0: destiny exactly
1: but to actually give up that control say god where are you going to lead me in my life mm-hmm. i'm going to follow wherever you lead me oh
0: that's hard to yeah, do
1: it is but and that sometimes will toughen us and that sometimes will actually be like okay mm-hmm. I'm going to go through a lot of battles. Look at the early church leaders. Yeah. Look at Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Peter, Paul. Look what they went through.
0: A lot of stuff.
1: They went through a lot of stuff and they had a lot, like, let's not, they did not die nicely. No. I'm not saying that we're going to be the same way, not at all. What I'm getting at is that Christians aren't soft people. No. But we need to have a soft heart Mm -hmm. to be able to minister to people, to be able to be there for people. I think some of the some of the greatest people to minister to others are one way you can understand where the person is coming from who you're ministering to. Mm-hmm. Like for for me, when I minister to the, when I when I walk with the youth, when I'm teaching to the youth, mm-hmm. I, I try to remember my experiences as being youth. Yeah, times when I felt like the world was against me, or that no one respects me because I'm young, or all of these things, mm-hmm. and getting into that and being like, well, actually. I see you, I hear you, let me show you something. Mm-hmm. And being able to match on their level, I think that's super important. Because yep. we come with this idea that, like, in, in Matthew five fourteen sixteen, 16, it says we are meant to be this light on a hill. Mm-hmm. Yes, but we also go down into the valley and meet with people. Because mm. if, if we just stay on our hill, we can shine as brightly as we want. But it's only until we're actually able to meet with the people on their level as well that we can actually help them. Jesus yeah. didn't just stay in the temple and be like, all right, people come to me. I'm going to teach them. No, he went into their houses. He went to the neighborhoods. He went into their groups. He went, he had dinner with them. Mm-hmm. He sat with them. And that's something super important that we need to understand is that for us to be able to live out our faith, we need to sit with people in really hard times.
0: And sometimes it means, uh, like you were saying, meeting their need before, like meeting a different hmm. Not a different need, but showing them Jesus through a way other than saying, "I want to tell you about Jesus," because some people are hungry and some people yeah. are cold. And- many
1: people can come to faith just by witnessing people's lives of mm-hmm. looking out for Jesus. Yeah, many people, because they look at it and they say, "Why are you so happy? Why? Why do you have this confidence? Yeah. Why do you?" Have-? And people say, well, "It's because of Jesus, I have mm-hmm. this." And they look at you and they say, "Hold on." 'Cause that's backwards is sometimes what we think. Yeah. And so, yeah, living under faith is one of the most important things we can do because it it has an impact greater than we can ever see. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're if we're living under faith, if we're doing the shine, like being this light on the top of the hill, what's happening is we are just a reflection. Yeah. We are just reflecting Christ. That's mm-hmm. all we're doing. And so I wanna encourage us to to reflect, to actually maybe take a look at our own selves and say, how am I living my faith out? And what does that look like? And maybe sometimes we need to make a change.
0: Yeah. Hmm. It's a good challenge today, Pastor Wes. Thank you. If you'd like to get in touch with Wes, you can reach him at wes at And if you'd like to get in touch with me, my email address is julie at thank you so much for tuning in today and we look forward to connecting with you next week. Have a great week. Bye.